The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You found Destination Love with Shelley Pumphrey. This is not a program about becoming the perfect date or how to get that special someone you've been admiring to notice you. Instead, we'll bring you the science behind how to find love and show how being your true self generally works best. Now, here's your host, Shelley Pumphrey. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Destination Love. I am happy to have everybody here. And I'm excited to do this interview today because I we're going to go a little woo-woo today. As you know, for those of you who follow me, you know that um, I like to do the science and the psychology of relationships. And I also like to bring in some people that we can talk a little bit um, outside of the science and psychology, which really, to me, they're all a part of it. it it's just, uh, I always like to say, um, science is mystery with uh, proof behind it because at some point um, it was a mystery to somebody and somebody went out and found a way to uh, research it and show that it works. So I like to bring in people with a little, you know, sometimes the more spiritual aspects of things and um, some alternative views on things. And I know a lot of you love to listen to this stuff. So that is why today I am bringing one of my dear friends and somebody who helped me in my life. Um, her name is Nicolette Vete, and she is one of the most wonderful people I know just as a person. And she's an expert at feng shui. And I know a lot of you know about feng shui, and some of you may not know about feng shui. Um, so we're going to learn all about it today. What I can say is, and I'm going to share some personal experiences that I had in working with Nicolette um, as we go through the show. But, you know, I've always been somebody who, um, I, you know, I like to decorate things nice. I, let, I pay attention to the energy of how things feel and how my environment feels. And I'm very sensitive to that. And I had always just kind of practice some feng shui based on little things here and there that I read, but it wasn't until I really dove in and did a whole makeover in both my home and in my office that I saw huge, and I do mean huge changes happen in my life after this makeover with Nicolette. So I I knew that I had to bring her on the show and talk about it because she also does a lot of work on relationships and love with uh, feng shui. And so we're going to dive into that here today. So let me do a proper introduction of you, Nicolette. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> so I'm just going to give you, like, I want to just talk about your, your background here. So in the mid-1990s, Nicolette read a book about feng shui and started to incorporate the principles into her own life. And many books, classes, Classes and certifications later, in 2003, she began Inspired Living Feng Shui, and she consults nationally and internationally in person and over Skype. 
So uh, Nicolette is also a proud member of the International Feng Shui Guild, and she received the Red Ribbon Professional Honor, which has set a gold standard baseline of feng shui knowledge in her practice. She's trained with the best leaders in the industry and has traveled to China on an advanced feng shui immersion course, which became a true spiritual pilgrimage, which, boy, I'd almost want to know more about that, too. Um, One of the most fun aspects of her business is her vibrant feng shui YouTube channel, which you'll have to check it out after this show, by the way. Earlier this year, this is amazing, Nicolette passed 3 million views on her channel, which is quite an accomplishment for any of you who know about YouTube. Um, While she lives and works and creates in Los Angeles now, she continues to support her clients in Denver, where she grew her business. And as we said, she does Skype stuff all over the world. So, Nicolette, welcome. I'm so honored to have you here today. (laughs) I am thrilled to be here. Thank you, Shelly. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to get our feng shui groove on. Yeah, for sure. This is one of my favorite fun things to talk about because it's just like, I it's magical. It really, really is. Um, and so, granted, we have people on the show who, there's a lot of people that I know, my people love feng shui, but there's probably some people who have no idea what we're even talking about. So, could you just start and tell us a little bit of background and, and just kind of give us the feng shui 101 Absolutely. Um, yeah, tell us about it. Sure. So, you know, I love how you started your show with saying that you like to bring the science and the psychology to the show because feng shui might be woo-woo, but really the basic understanding of feng shui is that it's an art and a science. It's actually a science. because. Love that. Because after being around for 5,000 years, um, it, the principles have been proven over and over and over again, which is why we can call it a science. That, yes. Yeah, that everything is energy. And if, you're, if, if you have the ABC, you're going to get XYZ. So um, feng shui is considered an art and a science around the placement of our uh, furniture, decor, houses, and even the placement of our cemeteries and our graves, like where our, our, our deceased are buried. That's how feng shui started, actually. Oh, where wow. you, yeah, where are you going to bury your your beloveds so that they have the best afterlife? Believe it or not, for the health for the health of the of the deceased, and uh-huh. of course the land. You know, we look at the land and go, where's the best place to build our house? Where's the best place to put our village? Um, and then it moves inside into the interior, like where's the best place to put our furniture and decor for the healthiest living? And I say it that way because I truly believe, this is the way I like to say it, that feng shui is the practice of seeing how the environment that you're in is affecting your nervous system. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Right? Because because no matter where you are, we are being affected by the environment. Right. Whether you're in a cubicle or a church or you're in a Zen retreat or you're hiking in the mountains or you're um, at the scene of 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 a fire or, you know, we're always affected by our environment. And the way that we're affected is that our nervous system is triggered. Yeah. So I'm either in fight or flight, I'm relaxed, 
I'm uh, energized, my adrenaline is rushing, and one of the ways, one of those triggers is our environment. So how are you triggered when you walk into your home? How are you triggered when you walk into your apartment? How, how might your nervous service system be triggered when you walk into a friend's house? Or yeah. have you ever walked into a room where two people were just fighting? Oh, yeah. Or two people were just kissing? Yeah, right? it's all different, and it's so, so true. Mm-hmm. So the point I know. Assumption. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like a lot of people, like I'm, I'm very sensitive to that, and I can, you know, I feel that and notice it wherever I go, and I'm cognizant of it. But I think a lot of people don't even recognize that. Like they might just walk into some place, and all of a sudden they're in a bad mood, right. or you know, like if I go into into a grocery store. I have to, like, it will, I can leave, and I always say I have Klingons, because, <laughs> like, I feel like I just picked up on all this weird energy in a grocery store, and, um, you know, so I th- want to just point that out to people, like, if you maybe aren't really consciously aware that this happens, and maybe many of you are, but just think about that the next time that you do go into a certain place, and if you feel a certain thing come up, or th- thoughts in your head that this is what she's talking about you know that we are very much affected by it even if we're not aware of it so wise that's really sage guidance because because if we get triggered then we all we instantly pretty instantly we blame ourselves I did something wrong I'm bad I'm something and it could just be that you walked into a place where two people were just fighting and you're picking up their energy right yeah so That's what I do. I walk through people's homes and I see what the triggers are and then we remove the triggers so that your home becomes a a safe haven, a a place of inspiration and rejuvenation and that you're not triggered in your own home so you can actually go home, rejuvenate yourself and then go out into the world and take your best self out into the world. Right. That's that's amazing. Can you just, before we like talk more about relationships, can you share a little bit more about just the science of it or like just shed a little light on that for people to understand? Sure, sure. Um, so the, it's a 5,000 plus year old practice that comes from China and it comes from the understanding that everything is energy. Would you agree to that statement? Heck yes. Heck Absolutely. yes. <laughs> so the curtains I'm looking at and my computer and my desk and, and my body and the chair and my cat, if you break us all down to the, the simplest of elements is we're all energy. Everything is energy. It's just vibrating at different uh, speeds and different densities. So since everything is energy, then everything is affecting or being affected. Right. So ultimately, you know, science can, science is something that's proven. So in feng shui, if, if I put my front door facing south, it's proven, it's really early environmental studies, it's proven that the house stays cooler in the summer because the sun is overhead and the house stays warmer in winter because the sun is lower during the winter and you got the primary sun facing on the face of the house. It's as simple as that. When right. things are practiced and proven, it becomes a science. And over 5,000 years, if I put the couch in a specific place, people feel better. Right. Right. Yeah. You feel better. You moved your couch, didn't you? 
Heck yes. <laughs> made my whole my whole living room feel different. Yeah. And then you said you had a like Thanksgiving and and it was just really peaceful. Yeah. Such a different uh, feeling just by moving what like literally moving one piece of furniture changed the whole energy in my in my main living area. Um, so yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So let's I, talk about like relationships and you know like what we can do to use feng shui um, in our relationships. So tell us a little bit about the things, um, you know, like, so I have a lot of single people that, that follow the show and I know we'll talk about some, you know, people who aren't in, aren't single as well. This applies to everybody. So tell us about how you work with a single person. Absolutely. So, um, if a single person calls me and says, I really want to move into a relationship I'll look through their space and I'll see what triggers there are there that are screaming out, I'm single and I want to stay single that landed in their home at a time when they were not interested in relationship that manifested at a time when they were afraid or um, gun shy or just maybe just had a breakup and we're like, nope, I'm done. So, What I'll first do is I'll walk through the space and the first thing I'm looking for are single items, things that are by themselves. Mm -hmm. And that could be, you know, just a piece of artwork that has a single woman in the picture. Mm -hmm. I see this all the time that women (laughs) who are single usually have single women in their artwork or they'll be... um, uh, this is silly, but there'll be one tiger in the piece of artwork uh-huh. or there'll be one candle or there'll be one nightstand in the bedroom. So we want to look at our space and we want to see, am I set up for the two, the pair, the partnership, especially in the bedroom? You want to have two nightstands, one to represent the masculine, one to represent the feminine, to balance out the energy. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be exactly the same. But they should be, you know, in substance, they should be similar because you want to call in your equal. Right. If I'm a shy person and I like to have a really confident, dynamic man in my life, it wouldn't matter if his nightstand was a little bigger than mine. That Uh could be our balance, right? It balances different for everybody. Um, I had a client who said, we got two lights in our bedroom, one on each nightstand, but they're very different and they really describe our own personalities. And that's a perfect way to express uniqueness in relationship. Yeah. For single people, I would check to see if you have a desk in your bedroom. If you have a workstation in your bedroom, because that means you're really, it's a good one, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because that means you're really focused on your work or your school. And that means you're not ready for a relationship or you're not having space for it. Because the desk is all about the energy of the mind and relationships is all about energy of the heart. Right. So 
if you do have a desk in your bedroom, you know, I work with clients who say, there's nowhere to put it. I can't right. find I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and 99% of the time, I will find the perfect place for a desk to be. Yes. Um, I will agree with that because I know you did that with me. My desk wasn't in my bedroom, but it was somewhere else in my house. And you're like, get that out of there. Yeah, and it was magically sweet. created space for it. I'm, and now I love where it is. <laughs> right. I remember that too. And, and there, you're, you're in better lighting and you're in right. command's position and it's you're not working on your dining room table to build your business, which is also a no-no right. for you. Which is what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so getting the desk out, that alone creates the uh, openness. I'm open to relationship and I'm going to make space, even though I'm building a business or going to school full time or, um, you know, have family, uh, kids, I'm going to make space for a relationship. The other thing is to get workout equipment out of the bedroom as well. So a treadmill or a stationary bike. And a lot of a lot of clients are like, but I roll out of bed and I get right on my bike. And I'm like, well, roll out of bed, walk five steps, and then get on your bike. <laughs> right. Just put it somewhere else. <laughs> because can you feel what a – tell me if your nervous system can feel what happens if you have exercise equipment in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to work out. I don't want to sleep. Right? Yeah. The other thing that I find – is that workout equipment implies that I'm not good enough. Workout yeah, equipment in the bedroom. Right. Right. My body isn't good enough yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not I'm afraid to take my clothes off unless I'm perfect. Yeah. Unless I'm at a certain weight and a certain number on the scale. And so that that exercise equipment in the bedroom isn't inherently bad it's just on a subconscious level it triggers your nervous system as I'm not good enough so the last thing you're going to do is get online and in you know match.com and start looking for people because deep inside you still believe you're not ready right oh yeah that's huge I can see that and I would also say that that applies to people who have them in their offices uh-huh. I had a client who was going between, you know, business calls and working out and business calls and working out. Like literally every five minutes that she had free, she was on her treadmill. Uh. And that's just, that's a mindset where you need to call a therapist like yourself <laughs> yeah. and, work, and work through the belief that I'm not perfect. I yeah, said, yeah, absolutely. I'm not perfect. I can't be in relationship. Oh, that makes so much sense. Okay, we are going to break for a quick commercial break here. And when we get back, we will continue to talk about some tips um, for the bedroom and relationships with Nicolette. And just uh, remember, you can find me at thelovestrategist.com. We'll be back in a few. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Destination Love. To reach Shelly Pumphrey or her guest today, call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Shelly at ShellyPumphrey.com. Now back to Destination Love. Hello, welcome back. We are here talking to Nicolette Vete about feng shui for love and relationships. And uh, before we took the commercial break, we were talking about some of the things that you see, Nicolette, in, in people's rooms or houses that can speak to their singleness, mm-hmm. <laughs> things that we should look out for. So we were talking about exercise equipment and how that can kind of speak to that feeling of not being good enough. Mm-hmm. Are there other things that we should be aware of? Just a couple more things that I would say in the bedroom is look at your bedding and is the bedding like delicious and inviting and have texture and color and is it or is it you know a, a blanket that you've been using since you were a kid like is there kid relationship in your bedroom or are you the adult that really wants to call in a loving partnership right yeah or like what sorry right. i so i and i have a question about that i cannot tell you how many I have a question about, um, like, your bed. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many single women have come to me and said that they have stuffed animals on their bed and their boyfriends are, like, horrified. Yes. And they get mad because they're like, well, I've had since I was a kid. And <laughs> so yeah. can you speak to it from the lens of feng shui as to what to do with that? Yes. <laughs> I think you like you know what that's like. It's it's there's a a man oh, I I hope this doesn't sound too harsh, but a man want, wants to sleep with a woman. He doesn't want to sleep with a girl. Right. right? Exactly. And and if you have and I had a client who had her little bunny rabbit. She's in her 40s and she still had her bunny rabbit and it was her childhood plaything and I asked her to, you know, take it off her bed and she can put it somewhere else in the house where she can see it and have the memories of a fabulous childhood. But that it's a link to it's a link to the child that's still within you and that's I think that will scare a man. Would you agree? Oh, yes, for yes. sure. Yeah, I agree totally. And so there's a part of, uh, you know, toys and dolls and uh, stuffed animals in a in a mature woman's bedroom would have would suggest that they're not ready to be the adult in a relationship and they're not really seeing relationship clearly yet. And I would, I'm not a therapist, so, but a client like that I would send to you so you could discover what in their childhood is still affecting 
their ability to be in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And I'm sure yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that's, we always have a discussion along those lines, too. So, I, you know, I, I like that, you know, wherever you're coming from, <laughs> psychology or uh, feng shui, it's the same message, um, yes. you know, just to be aware of that. Yeah, you know, that's a great thing. I think therapy and feng shui and other coaching is really about amping up our awareness, Right. If we're aware of our environment, both internally and externally, then we can change and grow and become who we want to be. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So two more little things about single people in a bedroom, and then we could talk about couples in bedrooms, too, if you like. Okay. Yeah. But the one thing is, if we're a very spiritual person, it's best not to have spiritual your, the representation of your guru, your god, your 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 prophet, your altar in your bedroom. Right. And I get it that like I am a spiritual person and I do not separate spirituality from my sexuality, uh-huh. but in this world we have a race consciousness that they're separate. Mm-hmm. And we can feel like I can't get naked and raw and intimate with my God looking on or my guru looking on. Right. So it's healthier to not have your spiritual um, icons in the bedroom because it alters our ability to have a physical experience in this physical world that we live in. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm laughing because I had, that's what I had in my bedroom. <laughs> <as you know. laughs> yes, she did. Buddha watching over me. <laughs> and how do you feel in your new bedroom, by the way? So much better. I feel it's, it's amazing. Like it's my little sanctuary and, but it, the word that comes to mind is adult, but it, um, not that I had stuffed animals in it before or anything like that, but, um, you know, I mean, we did some major work on my room too. I moved my bed. I got in, mine was very set up for a single person. Um, And so, you know, I still have my king size bed, which you can speak to that uh, here in a minute, but um, did some, some fixes, some cures as you would call them to um, work with that, but it feels so much better. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And it looks, I mean, I saw the pictures and it looks amazing. Thank you. Yeah, good job. Credit to you. (laughs) (laughs) So should we talk about the couples in bedrooms? Let's talk about that. So couples need to pay attention to. Yeah, this I think this might be if couples are having some conflict and they're maybe not communicating well. um, The first thing to look at is to see if they have a TV in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, because the TV is like this this dark hole of illusion. It's this black hole of illusion where what, what's on happening on television is not real, right? It's dramatized and um, it's it's amplified for entertainment. And there are all these perfect bodies on television. And the last thing, if you're not feeling perfect, you know, like you're good enough, the last thing I want you to do is to watch a movie where people are naked and having this romanticized love and stuff on in a movie and then to turn to your partner and it's kind of like oh my god we're not that how could we ever have a healthy happy sex life so tvs are really um um negative distractions 
from what right. should be happening in the bedroom. Well, and I always like to tell people, too, that, you know, if they're having a lot of intimacy problems, like that's one of the first things I ask is, what do you do at night? And nine times out of 10, there's a TV in the bedroom and they lay in bed and watch TV. And when you're watching TV, you're not having sex, you're not connecting, you're just zoning out and disconnecting from each other. Completely, yes. And and you're not even turned toward each other. Right. You're turned straight. It's like sitting in a car when you're when you're just straight ahead and your focus is away from the other. Right. So, you know, a simple a simple practice would be if you do have a television in the bedroom is to cover it, you know, with a with a pretty shawl or a piece of fabric or close the armoire doors. And even if you set a timer and say, for 20 minutes, we're going to just look at each other and turn to each other and talk and laugh and maybe kiss, maybe make love, maybe, you know, take it in baby steps. But just turning toward each other for 20 minutes with intention can shift the energy completely. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. The next thing I would check is those king-size beds like you Mm -hmm. have. Because king-size beds, from a feng shui perspective, king-size beds are technically two twin beds pushed together. Mm-hmm. And there's that there's a chasm between them. There's this little space between them. And, and that's the, um, sometimes it's the mattresses and sometimes it's just the box spring that is the, the twin. Mm-hmm. And that creates, ener- just energetically, if everything really is energy, it creates this separation from your beloved. So, um, a cure for that, and I don't know if I ever gave you this cure, Shelly, you can place a fitted red sheet over the twin box springs mm-hmm. that is a king size shape, so that that red sheet is making it a whole, it's making it one piece energetically. Right. And no one ever has to see it. Yeah. Um, I happen to have one of those really great sleep number beds. And that 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 comes up and down, and uh-huh. can, you know, and so there's a lot of electronics under my bed uh-huh. for for that application. So I also have a red sheet separating the box spring from the mattress, just for that level of protection from all of those electronics. Yeah, and no one ever sees it. You you see it when you change the sheets, and just kind of lives there. Yeah, yeah. So that's a way to uh, clear up that energy. Uh, if couples are also fighting, I, I ask if they have a headboard. Because uh-huh. if you don't have a headboard, again, if you're, if you're um, over 20, I don't know, 2, 23 years old and you don't have a headboard, it's time to get a headboard. <laughs> no mattress on the floor? <laughs> oh, let's talk about mattresses on the floor. <laughs> this goes back to, you know, being an adult. Right, yeah. really claiming the maturity of relationship. I work with couples who've been married, you know, 10, 15 years and they don't have a headboard. And the minute they get this headboard, it creates this level of stability and security. The first time I got my own headboard, I could feel it. I could feel like I was being held and embraced. Mm, yeah. So. It marries the masculine and feminine energies of the bed together. It's a unity. It's a strength. It's a support for your relationship behind you. And really important, if the bed represents our relationship, it's really important that you have a sturdy, sturdy headboard. Yeah. Yeah. Makes total sense. Mm-hmm. 
And then you want to look around the room and you want to look up. Is there a beam above your bed? Beams above your bed are like knives that are separating a couple. And uh-huh. is are there what we call poison arrows in the room? So is there a sharp edge made where two walls meet pointing at you, pointing at the bed? Uh-huh. Because that can cause conflict and fighting, and it's yeah. not—it's not your stuff. It's just the environment shooting like this arrow of energy at you when you're trying to sleep or connect. Uh-huh. Um, you want to check the color in the bedroom. If you have too much fire color on the walls, like if you have red or orange or a bright pink, you know that's that can be a little too aggressive for a bedroom, mm-hmm. and that can create people to fight and argue because it's a, those are fire colors. So you're walking into a room where you're trying to rest and relax and connect, but you've got all this fire energy that's boosting you and creating argumentative energy. And it's, it's great if you're kind of like a lazy person and you don't like getting out of bed in the morning and you really like to sleep a lot and take naps, a little fire energy in your bedroom is great. But if you're a couple and you find yourselves in the bedroom more arguing with each other than connecting look to see do you have red paint on your walls mm-hmm. and taking that down to a neutral color will give you sort of a neutral canvas within which to work with your decor you can add color elements in your decor um, to enhance the energy in the space but also giving you an environment where you can really rest and connect and sleep and rejuvenate yeah and does that go for like sheet like bedding too should not be reds and oranges well it all depends it it depends on where your bedroom falls in the home too because in feng shui we use the bagua the nine square grid that tells us what energy falls where in the home okay so every home is different but you can always do an experiment right because if this is a science it's provable Right. If I'm kind of lazy, then, you know, red or pink sheets kind of fun. Yeah. But if I'm high energy and I'm anxious and I don't sleep very well and I have like anxious legs or I have any kind of health issues, I probably wouldn't put you in red sheets. Right. Because red is a fire color. Okay. Yeah. So do an experiment. Put some red sheets on there. See how you feel. But pay attention. Right. Be aware. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, What else? I can say um, just one last thing for fighting is if people are disconnected from each other is look under the bed and see if anything is under the bed. Uh Uh-huh. Because if you have stuff under your bed, it's like having those little poison arrows under your bed shooting up at you. Right. So we want the chi or the life force energy of the universe to be able to get under the bed to support you while you're sleeping when we're most vulnerable. And, and in relationship, those little poison arrows, whether it's, think of it this way, Shelly, think of having a ticking time bomb under your bed. (sighs) Right? What would that do to how you sleep? Yeah, I don't want that. (laughs) Think about if you had not good good, or old tax files under your bed or homework (laughs) under your bed or a computer that doesn't work anymore under your bed. Mm -hmm. All of these things are like little energies that are shooting up at you that are affecting how you're sleeping. And if it's affecting how you're sleeping, it's affecting how you're connecting with each other. Mm -hmm. 
you know, sleep is probably the most important thing we can do for ourselves, for real health and wellness. So lots of things to look for in your bedroom. Yeah. And, you know, one thing um, I remember, um, oh, what did you have me do? There was, uh, oh, you had me put a mirror under my king-size bed, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized, by the way, that I had all these boxes of pictures and, like, things of my parents who had died or, like, even there were pictures of ex-boyfriends and there, you know, like, stuff that was sentimental to me. For some reason, it was all stored under my bed. Isn't and it? <laughs> I was like, oh, boy, I better get rid of this stuff, <laughs> you yeah. know? And there's Not a, a good place. Right. There is a place for that stuff, you know, in the house. It's just not like I wouldn't ever ask you to get rid of something that you're not truly ready to let go of because you'd have to process that internally as well to be able to let go of something. But if you wanted to keep your parents memorabilia, you could put that somewhere until you were ready to actually address it. But if your parents are no longer living and their stuff is under your bed, how is that affecting you? Right, right. The living being that you are. Yeah, probably not so good. (laughs) (laughs) And just to comment about the mirror under your bed, there are certain reasons we'll have a mirror under the bed, especially if if the bed is over the stove and the stove underneath is a, a fire element. Uh-huh. So we want to put out that fire. We put some water under the bed. And tell me, why do we put a mirror under your bed? Was I it think it was, you were concerned about it being a king-size bed, and it was like reflecting, I don't know, something about reflecting back energy no, or something. I remember your front door, your bed was over your front door. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Now, isn't that interesting? The front door like swings open and closed and open and closed and open and closed. Mm -hmm. So there's like a, to create this um, stability for you, we put a mirror under the bed to double your bed energy and take it away from the instability that you were feeling in your life at the time. Right, right. Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) I love this stuff. Yes, it's so fascinating. Um, Yeah, I mean, I can... I could go on uh, sharing so many examples of how this helped in my life when you did it. And just, you know, sometimes it seems like these silly little things like put a mirror under your bed. But um, I swear by it. Like, I want to just be a living testimonial to you because um, it works. It it really like I I can say the changes in my relationships um, and just who I was attracting in and just a flow of attracting partners in really um, changed like within weeks of making these changes and I didn't you know I was I'm kind of a you know I go all in when I do something I don't sit half-assed ever so like I you know, I really took Nicolette's advice to heart and did it. So I saw some changes and we can talk more about that here when we come back. But I just want to say, yay, you are awesome. Yay. Oh, thank um, you. So, excited that you're doing well. Yeah. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We will be back. You're listening to Destination Love. You can check me out at thelovestrategist.com. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. 
Attention. If you're a parent, educator, social worker, or civic or religious leader, the most important program you'll hear this week is Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Host Opal Singleton and her guest show how our children and others are being dangerously lured by predators through the dark web, social media apps, and games. Beyond that, the program looks at trends in human trafficking and more. You'll never think of the Internet the same way again. Listen Thursdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Aliens with Gas, we are the extraterrestrial rock show airing every Saturday afternoon on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. <laughs> Whatever happens out and about, it kind of dictates our conversation. For sure. And we like to tie in a little bit of the past and obviously keep it real current. And real current was a couple nights ago right here in Phoenix, a phenomenon happened. On Thursday night. Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. <laughs> phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. Do, do. All right, never mind. <laughs> That's every Saturday at 2 p.m. Pacific time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Destination Love. To reach Shelley Pumphrey or her guest today, call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Shelley at ShellyPumphrey.com. Now back to Destination Love. Hello, welcome back. We are here talking to Nicolette Vete about feng shui, and I am fascinated. Seriously, this is one of my most fun things to talk about. Um, so let's let's move on, uh, Nicolette. Tell us um, when we're talking about relationships. Of course, one of the most important things that we also want to know about is just sex and how to create that level of intimacy in our relationships. So tell mm-hmm. us how feng shui can affect that. Well, everything we've said so far. <laughs> Definitely take a look at everything that we've said so far, because sex is just, it's just a continuation of our day, right, of how we're connecting with the people we love. It's, It's just one more way to connect. And if we're not connecting in the kitchen, and we're not connecting in the office, and we're not connecting in the living room, then there's not going to be any connection in the bedroom. Would you agree to that? Heck yes, for sure. I say that a lot, don't I? (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. I like the heck. (laughs) But uh, just a couple more things. Excuse me one second. Pardon me. Um, Just a couple more things to think about in the bedroom um, in regards to increasing your sex life. One of the big things I tell, along with no TV and no desk in the bedroom, and if you have too many books in, you know, by your bedside, you're in the head energy and not in the heart energy, just remove all of that stuff. No pictures of your kids in the bedroom Mm -hmm. because there's this little trigger in our bodies that our little babies, our little kitties are looking at us with those innocent little eyes that there's, (laughs) (laughs) you know where I'm going with this. Oh, yes. There's no way that I can become raw and sexual and sensual and even animalistic if I choose, if I'm safe, um, if my babies are watching me. Right. It's hard to shift from, no, I'm a mom, to I'm a woman. 
Right. I'm a red blooded, you know, woman with, with needs and desires. There's a shift there. And so I would say make the bedroom a kid free zone. The kids are totally allowed to come in and play and curl up on a Sunday and do whatever. But if you don't have pictures of the kids in the bedroom, that's a great way to stimulate adult energy. Right. Adult physical energy. That I like I can't say enough about that. And I work with so many parents and women who are, you know, whether they're single parents or in a relationship and, you know, especially when you've got kids in those younger years and you're just worn out, you don't care about having sex because you're just trying to get through your day and you you feel like your body isn't quote unquote good enough or whatever. Um, Getting that stuff out of the bedroom and like having that space to really keep your intimacy and and kind of ignite that flame with your partner is so important Mm -hmm. because you lose your identity when you become a parent, right? Like you, women go through this phase of like, well, I'm a now I'm a mom and I don't I don't know how to be anything else and I've Mm -hmm. lost my career, I've lost um, who I am as a woman or a sexual being and it's this is such a great way to try to reclaim that and really Mm -hmm. like set some boundaries and and have um, you know have that like uh, fuel in your intimate sexual life with your partner. So I can't recommend this enough. And this is even if you are single to remove any of that childhood stuff or anything that makes you feel like you're not good enough from the bedroom. And that this is when you can start Mm -hmm. playing with textures and fabrics and colors and scent in the bedroom, like find that, um, that essential oil or that uh, room smell that you love that makes you feel sexy. Mm-hmm. Go to, you don't have to spend a lot of money, you know, go to TJ Maxx or, or Ross even and go through their lingerie area and pick out a few pieces of pajamas that are, are that make you feel like you're reconnecting with the sexual person that you are, not just the mom or the CEO that you are those are those can tend to feel like masculine energies even as a mom you can tend to feel like you're in a masculine energy of get things done take care of the kids I'm constantly do 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 and the feminine is about receiving and allowing and opening up your body for that experience right Yeah. yeah I love that so and music like listen to sensual music like I love Marvin Gaye in the bedroom and and I'm sure there are contemporary artists who are like him but his music is so sexy Mm -hmm. and look at the artwork in your bedroom you know do you have active artwork I I love it if couples will take some sexy pictures of themselves or find some sexy artwork whether it's literal or figurative that doesn't buy into the illusion of sexuality Mm -hmm. but it could be a pencil sketch or it could be a picture of a man and a woman dancing or artwork that stimulates that um that energy of sensuality and the the sensuality between a man and a woman yeah yeah i'm sorry or women and women or men and men this applies to all yeah right absolutely okay so that is helpful anything else about sex (laughs) <laughs> you know, um, it, 
It can depend on where your bedroom is located in the house. If the bedroom is too far front uh-huh. in the house, then you're in a masculine energy. So we want to pull the energy deeper in the house. Are you over a stove? Are you over a garage? What's underneath you? What's above you? I mean, feng shui is really a unique practice because every single person will have different feng shui in their home and in their lives. Right. So these are what I'm sharing with you right now are really general things that every single person can do. Every single person in the world can go look in their bedroom right now and say wow look at that but if there's real ish sexual issues like you're this is a real issue that you want to look at and you've done everything else then definitely call me and let's consult and let's see what else might be going on in the space that's affecting your relationship energy yeah yeah definitely um okay god it's just so much and i and i i love how you're um you know you're talking about just that personalized approach because everybody's house is different. And mm. I think that's why, you know, in my experience, I was doing a little bit of um, feng shui here and there from what I was reading. But if but if you're not understanding the whole complexity of it, like, and applying it to your whole space, you can be missing really important things. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... Any other uh, things about, what about just like, I know a lot of people really struggle with loneliness, especially, mm-hmm. you know, whether they're single or in a relationship, can you speak to loneliness mm-hmm. and how to work with that? Yes, 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 yes. First, the first thing I'll say is everything else we talked about so far. Yeah. <laughs> so go back and listen to this and see what, what's in your space. Um the first thing I would look at is walk through your space and look to see if you have too much water showing up in your space. Mm-hmm. And that could be in artwork. Like if you look around your space and you go, oh my gosh, every single piece of artwork I have has water in it. Water can be the energy of emotions and loneliness. It could also be the color black. Like is there too much mm-hmm. black in your space? And yeah. do, you, do you wear a lot of black? That's the color for water. And if you're wearing a lot of black, it just says, I'm an emotional person. And um, you can't quite separate yourself from the energy of what you're putting on with your clothes. Right. You can look for wavy shaped items in your home because the wavy shaped item is reflective of water as well. Mm-hmm. So maybe you have three paintings that have water in them and then you have this rug that also looks like water so water look for water in your space okay i would look again on the other side i would look for too much fire especially in the bedroom like we were talking about the red the oranges mm-hmm. are bright pink if there's too much fire in the bedroom then you could or even in the home if you have too much fire in the home you could be over exhausting your nervous system and if you're overexhausting your system, it's going to prevent you from being able to have the energy just to go out for to the coffee shop to sit and meet a friend or right. go to a concert or something. If, if you're not rejuvenating in your space, you don't have the extra energy to get yourself out. And then that can create a cycle of loneliness. I'm too tired to go out. I'm just going to stay in. Now I'm lonely. And then right. creates this cycle of energy. If you feel, here's another feng shui cure, if you feel like you're just not getting enough phone calls, if you're just, people just aren't calling you and no one's inviting you to go out, get a red ribbon and cut it in an increment of nine inches 
So it's either 9, 18, 27, 36 inches, however long you want to be. But if it's an increment of 9 inches, 9 is a power number that represents transformation in feng shui. And at night, you're going to wrap that ribbon around your phone. And you're going to intend that you're welcoming opportunities. You're welcoming for people to call you. You're welcoming. It's it's not magic. Like you have to do your part, get out into the world and be seen and shine your beautiful, radiant self to other people. But to invite in the actual calling and getting that phone to start ringing, you could tie that red ribbon around your phone at night. Does that sound good? I love good? that. That's cool. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Yes. And then tell me if yeah. you agree with this. With loneliness. So God, there's there's so much here, Nicolette. Oh my gosh, um, and I know like you're just scratching the surface. <laughs> just talking about relationships and stuff here and there's so like you know feng shui like what I learned is you know it can cover every area of your life like I know I had major health changes happen immediately after I worked with Nicolette Um, it can work with finances business like your family like every you know there's not an aspect of life that it doesn't touch Mm -hmm. Um, so I can't recommend you enough so can you talk to us here quickly about how people can find you if they want to work with you or explore more yes yes absolutely the you know the best way to reach me my website is inspiredlivingfengshui.com there's lots of free information there I have free uh, videos that you can watch on my YouTube channel Inspired Living Feng Shui and yes we just passed 3 million views which is so exciting um if you sign up for my newsletter from my website, you will get a free online course on creating more love and sex and passion in your relationships. So sign up there. And then Shelly, you and I are doing a workshop in May yes. together. Yes. In Denver, May 13th, we'll be doing a workshop with the love, our love strategist in Feng Shui on, on love and creating more um, dynamic sex, passion, love, and relationships in our lives. So stay tuned for that information. That should be on my uh, website soon. But if, um, if you want information on that, you can email either of us. And then I do have a free, quick free giveaway too. Um, if, if clients are drifting apart and they want to come back together, you can call me and I have a cure for you that is a, that's called bringing a loving partnership back together and binding auspicious chi or energy. So it's a free cure on how to bring a relationship that is already loving and compassionate back together. Uh, just email me, say you were on Destination Love and I'll send you the PDF of that. That's awesome. I highly recommend it. And yes, like I'm, we're going to have an awesome workshop for those of you who are local, who are in Denver or God, if you want to come in and just spend a a morning with us uh, doing this workshop around relationships and getting really specific on how to use feng shui in your home for this, please join us on May 13th. And like Nicolette said, you can um, email either one of us. I'm going to have it up on my website here soon um, as well, but email us and we'll give you the details. And um, before we end here, I do want to just talk about a couple of things that are going on here on my end. Um, 
I am going to be hosting a webinar with Dr. Valeria Chuba. For those of you that listen to the show, she was on a few weeks ago. She's a sex expert, a clinical sex- sexologist. And we're going to be hosting uh, two webinars next week on March 28th and 29th. Uh, these are online webinars for free. And we're going to talk about how to help women be more empowered and confident and authentic in the bedroom and how to really help you get in touch with not hiding and being yourself. So, kind of flows in nicely with our little talk here today too so if you're interested in joining us for one of those webinars uh, visit me at thelovestrategist.com and uh, you will see a sign up on my uh, events page and we can chat more about it and um, I think that's about it for today Nicolette I want to thank you so much for being here you are a gift I love you (laughs) I love you And I hope everybody got a lot out of this one today. I know I did. Thank you so much for having me. And in case I didn't say it, Shelly, my email is nicolette at inspiredlivingfengshui.com. Yes, yes, that's easy. And if anyone's looking at the show page, there's links to Nicolette's stuff as well. um, So you can find her there. So thank you again. Everybody have a great week. We'll see you next week on Destination Love. Bye. Bye. Thank you for making a weekly visit to Destination Love. Please join Shelley Pumphrey again next Wednesday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, be brave, be you, be loved.